Hello, everybody. Recently, we received the exciting news that a papal visit to Canada has been confirmed by the Holy See. We're profoundly grateful that the Holy Father has accepted the invitation of Canada's bishops to continue the journey of healing and reconciliation with the indigenous peoples of this land. It's clear from the experience in Rome when Pope Francis welcomed the indigenous delegation that they're very close to his heart. As he indicated at that time, the Holy Father will now come on a pastoral visit to draw near to them in their homeland. It will be an opportunity for him to see, hear, and learn in greater detail the challenges, joys, and concrete needs of the Indigenous peoples in Canada. Not surprisingly, the anticipation of this historic event has generated a lot of speculation and excitement. Everybody wants to see the Pope and be near him. We also know, though, that he's dealing with significant limitations upon both his health and mobility. That's why his visit will take place over just a few days and will revolve around only three hub locations, Edmonton, Quebec City, and Iqaluit. So let's be sure to pray for the health of the Holy Father, first of all, and also ask our good Lord that this visit, while it's limited in physical scope, will be unlimited in effective outreach. The visit of the Pope, the successor of St. Peter, will carry within it the grace of healing, peace, and reconciliation for our land. May all hearts be open to receive it. I'd be personally grateful for your prayers as well. The bishops of Canada have asked me to be the general coordinator of this visit, something I feel especially humbled and honored and blessed to accept. We have a wonderful team in place to work on this, each one very dedicated to making this visit a success. In a particular way, I look forward to continued collaboration with many Indigenous partners as we move forward in the planning. I feel especially blessed by the many good relationships that are being forged. Their wisdom and counsel will play an important role in giving shape to the various encounters with Pope Francis that will take place during his time among us. And many local, provincial and federal partners have demonstrated an eager and a generous readiness to work with us to assure that this visit is everything we hope it to be. I'm very grateful for their collaboration and support. We all appreciate, I'm sure, that this visit of Pope Francis will be of great historic significance, a big step forward together with all of us along the path of healing and reconciliation. May the Lord bring to fulfillment the promise of the Pope to be with us and give him the strength he needs as we joyfully welcome him among us. God bless. from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Father Raymond So. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from an anonymous donor from California. This Mass is offered for the conversion of sinners and for the Church. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of televising of this Mass and to the faithful of Canada and around the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. 
Today, I've chosen to celebrate with you the optional memorial of Saint Maria Goretti. I'll talk more about her during the homily. Brothers and sisters, let us first acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, author of innocence and lover of chastity, who bestowed the grace of martyrdom on your handmaid, the Virgin Saint Maria Goretti, in her youth, grant, we pray, through her intercession, that as you gave her a crown for her steadfastness, so we too may be firm in obeying your commandments. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Hosea. Israel is a luxuriant vine that yields its fruit. The more his fruit increased, the more altars he built. As his country improved, he improved his pillars. Their heart is false. Now they must bear their guilt. The Lord will break down their altars and destroy their pillars. For now they will say, We have no king, for we do not fear the Lord and a king. What could he do for us? Samaria's king shall perish like a chip on the face of the waters. The high places of Avon, the sin of Israel, shall be destroyed. Thorn and thistle shall grow up on their altars. They shall say to the mountains, cover us, and to the hills, fall on us. Sow for yourselves righteousness, reap steadfast love, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord, that he may come and rain righteousness upon you. The word of the Lord. Judgment. 
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to cure every disease and every sickness. These are the names of the 12 apostles. First, Simon, also known as Peter, and his brother Andrew. James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. Philip and Bartholomew. Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector. James, son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus. Simon, the Canaanian, and Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed him. These 12 Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Go nowhere among the Gentiles and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, proclaim the good news, the kingdom of heaven has come near. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We hear in our first reading today the plight of Israel in the midst of grave sin. The Israelites have turned to false idols, and the prophet Hosea now proclaims a time of chastisement from God, which will awaken in them a repentant spirit. I'm especially struck by the verse, they shall say to the mountains, cover us, and to the hills, fall on us. What an image of sin and shame. Yes, this is what guilt and shame does. It makes the sinner feel worthless, and it often leads one down a darker path to use different methods to cover one's tracks and down a spiral toward even graver sins. It is in this context that I want to introduce to you the saint of the day, Saint Maria Goretti. She was born in 1890 in Italy, the daughter of Luigi and Assunta Goretti. The family was poor, and they had to share a farmhouse with another family. Unfortunately, Maria's father died of malaria when she was still quite young. Soon afterwards, the neighbor's son, Alessandro, started causing trouble for her. He began to boss her around and to make advances toward her, which she shrugged off. One day in 1902, the 20-year-old Alessandro decided that he had to have Maria and motioned her towards the bedroom, but she refused, saying, No, it is a sin. God does not want it. In his rage, Alessandro stabbed her 14 times. Unbelievably, Maria Goretti remained conscious for hours afterwards. And during that time, she told everyone exactly what happened and also made it known that she forgave Alessandro and prayed for him. On the following day, July the 6th, she died. She was not yet 12 years old at that point. And here we see that not only was Maria heroic in defending her chastity, it is also her willingness to forgive in the face of immense evil that truly makes her a remarkable saint. But the story doesn't end there. You see, Alessandro was sentenced to 30 years of hard labor, and he remained unrepentant during those early years. Six years uh, into his prison sentence, he was near despair. And one night in 1910, Maria appeared to him in a vision. She smiled at him and was surrounded by lilies, symbols of purity. That was a turning point in Alessandro's life, and he regained his peace. The first thing he did after being released from prison was to visit Maria's mother and ask for her forgiveness. 
He also accompanied her to Christmas Mass in the parish church, where he spoke before the congregation, acknowledging his sin and asking for forgiveness from God and from the community. He took up work later on in a a Capuchin monastery as a gardener. In 1950, Pope Pius XII canonized Maria Goretti, declaring her to be a saint and martyr before a huge crowd of half a million people. In that crowd was Maria's mother, Assunta, and also Alessandro. It is the first time in history that a mother was present at the canonization of her child. In the gospel today, we heard that Jesus summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out, to cure every disease and every sickness. We can see that this can refer to more than just the physical. In fact, it refers to the spiritual realm, spiritual sickness such as selfishness, greed, anger, lust, etc. Alessandro was stricken with these things. And in his later years, he wrote about his own experience in a letter that I will now read excerpts from. Alessandro writes, Looking back at my past, I can see that in my early youth, I chose a bad path which led me to ruin myself. My influence, uh, my behavior was influenced by print, mass media, and bad examples, which are followed by the majority of young people without even thinking. And I did the same. When I was 20, I committed a crime of passion. Now that memory represents something horrible for me. Maria Goretti, now a saint, was my good angel, sent to me through providence to guide and save me. I still have impressed upon my heart her words of rebuke and of pardon. She prayed for me. She interceded for her murderer. Thirty years of prison followed. Little Maria was really my light, my protectress. With her help, I behaved well during 27 years of prison and tried to live honestly when I was again accepted among the members of society. The brothers of St. Francis, Capuchins from Marche, welcomed me with angelic charity into their monastery as a brother, not as a servant. I hope this letter that I write can teach others the happy lesson of avoiding evil and of always following the right path like little children. I feel that religion with its precepts is not something we can live without, but rather it is the real comfort, the real strength in life, and the only safe way in every circumstance, even the most painful ones of life. Maria Goretti exemplified these gospel values with her life, and in so doing, she helped save the soul of Alessandro. Let us also pray that we may leave by these values of purity, of forgiveness, and love. Filled with the joy of this celebration, we bring before God our needs for ourselves, for the church, and for the world. For the church, may we understand and proclaim the length, breadth, and depth of your love as exemplified by the life of St. Maria Goretti. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our For those who are traveling and vacationing this summer, that they may do so in safety and return home renewed in body, mind, and spirit. We pray to the Lord. For young people everywhere, that they may strive to grow in holiness and virtue and avoid evil influences and pitfalls that will sap them of the joy of life. We pray to the Lord. Lord, And for all of those in the Daily TV Mass community that have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, especially those who feel isolated and alone, may God calm their fears and lead them into peace. We pray to the Lord. Lord, 
God of peace, you have made us one family in Christ Jesus. Hear our prayers, we pray, and let your everlasting love bind us close to him and to each other, this day and every day. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Let's be God forever. By the of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Bless be God forever. With humble spirit and contrary heart, may we be accepted by you, Lord. May sacrifice be set this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity, cleanse me from my sins. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifices of your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. May the offerings we bring in celebration of Blessed Maria Goretti win your gracious acceptance, O Lord, we pray, just as the struggle of her suffering and passion was pleasing to you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For the blood of your blessed martyr, Maria Goretti, poured out like Christ to glorify your name, shows forth your marvelous works, by which in our weakness you perfect your power, and on the feeble bestow strength to bear you witness through Christ our Lord. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth and before your majesty without end, we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you've created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. You never cease to gather people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to a setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he set the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. 
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he set the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. Maria Goretti, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May the sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth. With your servants, Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, the Order of Bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit.
let us extend to one another the sign of Christ's peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who bestowed on Blessed Maria Goretti a crown among the saints for her twofold triumph of virginity and martyrdom, grant, we pray, through the power of this sacrament, that bravely overcoming every evil, we may attain the glory of heaven through Christ our Lord. Amen. I just want to share with you that one of my passions uh, when traveling is to visit the sites of the saints. And the saint we have talked about today, Maria Goretti, uh, she is buried in a basilica in a town called Nettuno, Italy. Uh, you'll find it near also a place called Anzio, quite famous in history in the Second World War. Uh, if you ever travel uh, to Italy, to Rome in particular, just make a drive south, uh, go to the coast, and there you'll find this wonderful place. And uh, I, I certainly enjoy my visit there. So through her intercession, let us now call upon God's blessing. The Lord be with you. And with your May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donor for the gift of this Mass.